0: This is WHRV News. I'm Gina Gamboni. Good morning. This month, WHRV is airing a series called At a Crossroads. Hampton Roads experiences the fastest rate of sea level rise on the East Coast. And some localities are starting to respond, buying out homes, tearing them down, and never rebuilding. Newport News has done this about 80 times, more than anywhere else in the state. But how is that impacting the neighbors who stay behind? WHRV Sam Turkin explores this situation. Walter Murray is proud to live in the Wilson area of Newport News. He's been here for over five decades. It's a real, wholesome, friendly neighborhood. Everybody, hello. They always have a good word to say or something like that. This is a predominantly black area, with some passed down family homes, some rental housing. Murray takes walks through the neighborhood, keeps in touch with families around him. But his attitude sours when he talks about the creek running through part of the area. Salters Creek. Surrounding it is a swampy thicket with lots of tall, wild grasses, overgrown shrubs. See how it smells? And then all these mosquitoes and stuff come from here. It's stagnant water, man. What do you think it smells like? It's like a fishy smell, right? Yeah, but there ain't no fish in the pond here. From where we're standing, the marsh stretches on as far as you can see. It's peaceful, but for Murray, it's rubbish, weighing down the neighborhood's value. He points to a pile of red bricks someone dumped nearby. A person come to buy in this neighborhood and then drive around and see this. Not buying into that neighborhood with that cesspool now, man. It wasn't always like this. You see, a lot of what's now marshland used to be backyards and homes along Salters Creek. But this area is just a few feet above sea level and has a history of flooding. So about two decades ago, Newport News was like, "We gotta do something about this," and officials started offering to buy out dozens of flood-prone properties along the creek. If folks agreed, the city would demolish their homes and convert the lots to wild marshland to soak up flood water. Rodney Jackson witnessed this right next to his house. He still lives along the creek. Before they knocked everything down, there was a field back there. Kids could play football. It just looks awful back there now. Jackson's home has never flooded, but every month he has to put on a double set of gloves and spray his yard with mosquito repellent as well as weed killer to keep neck high grasses from invading his property, like this day. There's some people who will say it's good to have nature, plants and trees and things like that. You know, I don't mind nature, but at least maintain it because they just let it go wild and the homeowners got to deal with it. The marshland along Salters Creek isn't the only byproduct of home buyouts in this neighborhood. The city's also turning other flood-prone properties into vacant lots. You're making this place a ghost town. It's sad. It's not a happy neighborhood like it was in there houses and everything was over there. Dickens and her son Derek have been here for almost five decades. Their home's cute, white with red shutters, string lights hang over the front porch, a pink rose bush. But every time they walk out their front door, they see that empty land across the street. Put something there. Put some amusement there for the kids or something. Like a park? Yeah. The mom and son agree. This area is a flooding problem. But the city's motive behind the property buyouts? They want to get us out of here. They'll take care of the problem then, They wonder, would these lots still be vacant if the community was mostly white? I understand that they're upset. Kathy Engel oversees the buyouts for Newport News. She says race has nothing to do with it and stresses a city ordinance prevents redevelopment. Engel also says, yes, most of the buyouts citywide are in the Salters Creek community. But that's because flooding is worse there, and a lot of homeowners want the buyouts. So we're trying to help people... Uh, is it changing the neighborhood? Yes. That right there is part of what makes biots of flood homes so tricky. Because even though they move some people out of harm's way, climate adaptation experts warn biots can erode the social fabric of neighborhoods. Whether that's culture, heritage, health, jobs, livelihoods. Catherine Mach at the University of Miami studies retreat from vulnerable land. She says people staying behind could lose access to things like a carpool and childcare from neighbors. They could start to resent buyouts as unfair, mistrust the process. Studies show this has happened in other places with lots of buyouts, New York City, San Antonio, Texas, Kingston, North Carolina. Mach says one way to avoid all this, make the process transparent. Consider everyone's ideas, like what to do with that new vacant land. As climate hazards intensify, it becomes even more important to have a community-driven vision of how they would like to manage that change. Kathy Engel with Newport News acknowledges the city hasn't done a good enough job communicating with the Salters Creek community. She says they're planning an outreach campaign to explain the buyout program to folks and ask how Newport News should improve it. Sam Turkin, WHRV News.